0: Welcome back to Breakthrough Conversations. My name is Brett English. And my name is Ryan Atega. And we've got Wasam Chaudhary in the studio again for part two. Now for those who don't know this man, he is an international spice trader out of the third world. He can speak five different languages and he's a all time good man. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Thank you. AKA yeah. the captain. No oh, worries right at all, appreciate bro. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Dude, I wanted to talk about a couple things. Sure. You know? Now, you were in Indonesia for how, how many years? Were you sort of stuck there,
1: the um, whole thing? well since i left australia i've been there for about nine years nine years um but i was stuck there for the last more or less three years due to mm. the pandemic
0: fair enough we spoke about this last time yeah but when you reached out to the australian embassy or whatever whatever the case was what, what, what were their response to you in regards to coming back into the, to your home
1: country um in the beginning they said no sorry you can't come mm. so wherever you are you've got to stay there um we can't do anything about it this is our laws and um then as, as the pandemic started to wind down a little bit, as they, was, they started to calm down on the border restrictions, they told me, okay, if you wanna come back now, you have gotta quarantine for two weeks. Mm. Now I've got a little baby, I've got a wife, and I'm not quarantining, I can't. I've got a lot of friends, I've got a lot of family who have quarantined, and you could say to a certain extent, they haven't been the same. Yeah. Because yeah. Y- you gotta un- understand, quarantine, People say, oh, it's just like prison, but it's actually worse than prison because you're stuck in a room and you can't even open the window. At least in prison, you have a, a routine. You're allowed to get some sun. You're allowed to get some fresh air. You're allowed to walk around.
2: Mm. You know? That's facts. Never thought about that, actually. Yeah.
1: In quarantine, doesn't matter how nice the hotel is, you're confined to one bedroom and you will not get fresh air until your two weeks time period is over. It's really unhealthy. Yeah, your, it your bed sheets. Your your pillowcases, your toiletries, your towels—they don't get changed. They're just there. The whole time. The whole time. Because if they're sending someone up there, and they're bringing all that material down, it's a bigger chance of transmitting
0: Mm.
1: the killer virus. You know.
0: Crazy. Yeah, that's why. It is worse in prison, hey.
1: So imagine that, and imagine having a wife, imagine having a you know an (laughs) eighteen-month-old baby. Yeah. That's how, what are you yeah. gonna do? Completely. It's, there's no logic Completely to it yeah. anymore, I but think it's disgusting. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, um, I think it's quite
0: contrary to what we're taught is conducive to health. Yeah, but o- on the other hand, you working from where you're at, you're actually in contact with people on the ground in different countries. Yeah. I mean from Thailand, Afghanistan, Pakistan, e- everywhere across the world. So you can speak to these people and ask them what's going on in their hometown and how things are really going. During this whole pandemic, Um, what were some of the things that you were finding out what was happening around the world that just was not shown in the media that was just not talked about that was just a complete and utter lie all swept under the rug?
1: There's actually a few things. Yeah, there's Um, a lot. There's a a few things. Um, Yeah. I think the biggest, for for myself, the biggest thing would be how deadly the virus is and how they just lock down everything. But where they where it benefited them, the lockdowns didn't matter, Yeah. you know, and where it did benefit them, just lock it all down, shut them all down, yeah. boys, you know,
0: mm.
1: so, if, and it didn't matter if you had money or not, you know, like, I, like in our previous podcast, you know, we had that chat that yeah. there's always that, that person on top of you mm. that you don't even know, you know, if, for you, you might just be a little atom compared to him. Yeah, yeah. They were the ones who were actually winning mm. you know, us regular citizens, we were just getting stampeded on man like literally I think that was like a that was the moment where if you felt
2: you were wealthy or you felt you like you were rich or important, you realized there's people way bigger players you know like people who are like sitting on like extreme wealth like a different level of wealth where they can just do anything they want you know what I mean like
1: it, yes and no to a certain extent I I'm not gonna. I not going to i can not be naming a few people, but I've mm. um, got a good friend who's in the government over there. He's uh, he's the head. of, it. So over there we got, We have different sectors in every city, yeah. and he's the head of the whole whole Sumatra. Yeah, and he's the second in charge from the president of Indonesia. Mm. So if you want to talk to the president, you, you can, can tell you. him like, "Hey man, like I want to talk to the president," and he'll be like, "All right, I'll sort you out." That's the guy. And he's a very good friend of mine. Helped, we helped each other in a few things so that's where the relationship again but um I remember when the vaccines first started coming in he he came over to my house he was over there and um, we were just sitting down having some tea some cakes yeah you know? yeah and um I was like hey have you got the vaccine yet and he's like you think I'm freaking stupid he's like you really think I'm stupid I'm gonna put that shit in my body he was like, if all of us government people start taking the vaccine, and if we all die, then who the hell is going to run the country? Now think of so it, it's, n- it's a f- very deep statement he's made.
2: If this, all is o- the, this is like the closest to the top you can get yeah. in the running the country.
1: And he said that if all of us government officials start taking the vaccine and we start dying, who's mm-hmm. going to run the country? Now what why did he say we start dying? What did mm-hmm. he know? What did he know? And apparently, later on, he took the vaccine, but he didn't take a vaccine. It wasn't the vaccine, it was just vitamins. Mm. Just to show everyone that, hey, look, yeah. like, pushing give,
2: it. Give
0: you the illusion yeah. of, you to, of, the, of them taking it. So. It's kind of scary it's when you hear things yeah. like that. And
1: yeah. you know, I was due to get my vaccine like a month later, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> who well, just said That's this weird. though? What do I do? And then I asked him for help. I was like, hey, man, like, can you help me out? He was like, look, the only person I can help right now is myself. Damn. Wow. That's and, how he did, and, and he didn't mean it in a, in a derogatory way towards me that, hey, like, fuck off. I don't want to help you. Yeah. He just said that, look, Hands are I got out of it myself and that was a big deal. I c- cannot physically help you or anyone else. I'm just glad I didn't have to do it. So yeah, that, that's yeah. how
0: big whoever's behind this is. Yeah. Like, yeah no one can be safe unless you're like the president or is two IC like that's an immense flex yeah no one can get out of it yeah because I've gotten out of it but I spent almost every last dollar I have like trying to stay afloat these last two years Mm. with like very little income like jump from job to job you know yeah yeah I've started many businesses trying to like keep up but it's just like if I fall now like I am gonna have to get the vaccine you know but I'm not getting that fucking vaccine I've come too fucking far you know no and,
1: and I would I would highly recommend you know I've got for, COVID ready. For, for everyone who, 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 you know, who's pro-vaccine, it's fair enough. It's your decision. Yeah. I'm not telling you not to take the vaccine. I'm not telling you to take the vaccine. But this is just coming from my personal experience taking it. The vaccine messed me up more than COVID actually did. Interesting. So the first vaccine I took, which I'm going to say it also, which was AstraZeneca, um, that... I've never been that sick in my entire life in the last or even close to it. And ever since I got my vaccine, so the first vaccine I got, after that after about 12 days, I had covid. The second vaccine I got, my second dose, after about 15 days, I got covid again. And since I've had the vaccine, my body just hasn't been been the same. It's not been right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, I get I'm very fragile now, I would say. and I was that, I was that guy who was like, you know, I'm living in Indonesia, I can eat off the side of the road, I'm fine.
0: You got an iron yeah. stomach. You know, yeah.
1: an iron stomach, you know? It's fucking fire in there. Mm. It, can, it can digest anything. Now, like, I have a Zingerberger burger from KFC, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> You know, like, my, 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 my tummy's hurting, mommy. <laughs> what are some
0: of the symptoms you actually experience? Like, is it in the stomach, in the heart, in the brain, or just?
1: I get heartburn more, more often it, now. Yeah. Um, I get brain fog like there's no tomorrow. Um, I get tired very easily. I get weird joint aches here and there. You know?
0: It's kind of like it aged you in a way. Yeah. yeah, it
1: has aged me. And I start sneezing randomly for no reason.
0: So it's probably like allergies or towards something it's specific. Just something. It sounds yeah. like your immune system has been slightly altered. It's compromised. Yeah. yeah. Not even slightly,
1: it's it's fucking compromised. Mm. And it's the same with my wife also. And the same with my dad also. W- w- anyone who I know has taken the vaccine, to a certain degree, they, the immune system has been compromised.
2: Yeah. Mm. I'm going to say, though, I think the only person that, I've, that I know that hasn't had anything is my dad. But I think that's just, af- he's just acting. Mm.
0: Yeah. He's just, he just Some didn't people are really anything. lucky, man. Yeah. I know people who had, who had nothing going on. Yeah. But I don't know how, how aware they are of their body. You know? A lot of people yeah. don't. Yeah, I'm also, I'm That is probably the same. I'm not sure how aware he is. But with the people who I know who have been affected the most are the most healthiest, fittest people people who are like athletes, people who are physiotherapists, people who are, you know, who are working out on the daily. Okay. Um, they got hit the hardest when it comes to their heart and their cardiovascular health. Some people would go for a hike, they're like, well, holy shit, mm. Yeah, but I can't
2: even b- do this, man. Is it, prob- is it because they're, they probably push their body to a certain extent to get to a certain level of fitness I think often? they're just a
0: normal, healthy human. People yeah. who are unhealthy aren't that, aren't that aware of their body. In the so, first it, place. so it comes down to like Making awareness, big here, physiological you know, awareness. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, moving forward from that, man, I actually wanted to ask you a lot about the revolution that's happening that people don't know about in, in Pakistan, mm. which is, I've seen some videos that you, sh- you sent me, like, wow, this is full-scale, like, How was that video revolution? I sent you the other day? Insane, I am going to put it up so
1: everyone can see it. Was that crazy or what? It was next level. It's a full-blown revolution. And you know what's funny? It's like Napoleon Bonaparte. That's not being televised anywhere in the world except for one TV channel in Pakistan. And shout out to ARY News for, for, for showing that. <laughs> So A.R.Y. News is a big, big supporter of Imran Khan.
0: 100%.
1: And that's the only TV channel which is showing it. The rest of it is, the, the, the local TV channels in Pakistan, they've been blocked off, they're not allowed to show it. The internet, they've blo- blocked it off. So even if you go on YouTube in Pakistan, you can't watch it.
0: It's like a temporary yeah. Instagram reel, TikTok
1: reel. Completely gone. just blocked off. Everything's just blocked off. <coughs> only one TV channel is showing it okay, right can, can they Can they access the internet? Well, they can access the internet, but they can't access the revolution. Mm. This,
0: this, this is a big deal, right? Because Sunshine. Pakistan is a, a huge force, massive military, <laughs> nuclear power. Like, yeah. how big is their population, roughly?
1: About two hundred fifty million people. Two hundred
0: fifty million people. Dear lord, so they're, they're, a, they're a powerhouse. Ah. You know? That would wipe out Australia in half a day. The thing is, the, the, they're a powerful, influential, influential country, yeah. and. It's a nuclear power. Basically, yeah. what what what's actually happening? Like, why is this revolution so huge? And
1: who is Imran Khan? So, <coughs> Imran Khan, um, back in the '80s, <coughs> was a cricket player for Pakistan, and he was our our, our captain for for many years. Uh, that's why his name is from there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm sure you've seen him. If I show. Yeah. You,
2: yeah. Someone someone mentioned this, someone mentioned him to me. Actually, I think he. Was he in Perth sometime three or four years ago? He four travels years? all the time. He travels okay. all the time. Yeah. He might have been in, might have been in Melbourne or Sydney, may, maybe like a couple of years ago, and someone took a friend, took a photo with him, and he showed it. it Actually, like, oh,
1: yeah. he was, because he was running for elections back then, so he was traveling around. And because Pakistan has overseas Pakistanis also. Yeah. So if you have overseas Pakistanis, you get the support from them yeah. as well.
0: Has he been an actor? No. In movies? Mm-hmm. is it someone else? He was a big cricket player. So he was a know. big
1: cricket player. He was the captain. He won Pakistan in the World Cup, mm. um, which is a big deal. Very oh, yeah. big deal in cricket. Yeah. Um, is cricket the, like, international yeah. sport there? Yeah. yeah. So India it's, the the, it's the Indian national sport. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. And um, so, and then in the 90s, he started seeing all this corruption and what's going on uh, inside Pakistan and whoever's, You know the prime ministers, the presidents, the the government officials. They were all tearing the country apart from the inside. It was like a plague, you know. And um, he ran. He 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 created his own party, which is called PTI. So you know how there's the Labour Party and there's the Liberal Party. So over there he's got the PTI Party, which is Pakistan Tariqa in South. Are they a democracy? Some of the the democracy. England, Australia. It's a democracy. Mm. It's a democracy. Yeah, okay. democracy yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as the people in charge yeah. are in control, it's a democracy. Yeah, the yeah. moment yeah. someone tries to take them off, it's a fucking dictatorship,
2: yeah, man. Yeah. So I kind of suspect the same thing happened in Australia, but hundred percent, man.
1: Yeah. And so what happened was he he made his own party, he lost r- really badly. You know, um, people weren't really supporting him or whatnot. And he said you know what screw this I'm just gonna do more for humanity Mm -hmm. so what he started doing was he went to the government and said we need to build a cancer hospital a world-class cancer hospital in Pakistan and they were like you want to build a world-class cancer hospital which does free treatment and obviously for people who have money the rich the richer people will charge them yeah and inside one ward Let's just say you're some CEO of a multinational company. The next bed next to you could be some beggar off the road yeah. getting free treatment. So it's not like you, you're not going to be distinguished mm. between, oh, no, this is my private room, this is this, you can't come near me. No, nah, everyone's treated equally over there. And what he did was for that, whatever money he made, whatever he was earning in cricket and interviews, whatever, you know, athletes mm. do, he... He went door knocking to each, a- anyone he could find, all of his friends, all of the higher up people, and asked for donations. So the hospital is called Shokat Khanum Hospital. So Shokat Khanum is his mother mm. who passed away. So he named the hospital after her. And that is the most elite, most hu- technologically advanced cancer treatment hospital in Pakistan right now, which he built. And he, he's treating the poor for free. Well. Can you imagine that? Free cancer treatment. Yeah, and cancer treatment is yeah. hefty bro. Yeah. And it all works just from donations. And it's not some poxy ass hospital you're thinking like it's probably a shack on the side of the road. This is a legit machines ordered from everywhere in the world, you know? This is hardcore. Mm. So after that, what he started doing was he said, look, OK, I've, I've done this now. But my country's still being torn apart from the inside. So he ran for he ran for uh, prime minister uh, three and a half years ago. A little bit more than that, and he won by a large margin because the people love him. They know that this guy is is true. Legit, yeah. He was married to Sir Goldsmith's daughter. So Sir Goldsmith is massive tycoon in 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 England, right? The jewelry. Everything golds, you know, like everything. Yeah, yeah. And billionaires, multi multi billionaires, and he was married to his daughter Jemima. Goldsmith for a couple of years, and they were madly in love. And he definitely he had a divorce from her, and the reason was that he asked her, you know, move to Pakistan with me because this is my country. I'm trying to, you know, run for government. There's there's a lot of things I'm trying to do, and it's very difficult being in a long distance. I can't keep coming back to the UK. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work out, and they had a very amicable divorce. And In the courtrooms, true story, you can research this. He was being awarded, I think, I think one billion pounds, if I'm not wrong. Don't quote me on this, but somewhere around that, as a divorce settlement. And he told the judge, No, I don't want it. And everyone in the room was shocked. What do you mean? I'm shocked. What do you mean you don't want it? And he was like, No. He was like, This is not my money. This is not my money this is her money why should i take it i didn't earn this i don't want it and the judge started crying and he said in all my years i've been a judge i've never seen a character such as yours that you said no to this amount of money mm-hmm. so that truly shows you know that truly does show you a character of a human being i don't care how smart you think you are you're trying to deceive the public but when you say no to a billion pounds
0: great british pounds <laughs> yeah yeah that's
1: a you lot know? of money
2: man. that's like what three point something billion AUD? Yeah yeah
1: well, yeah two and a half close so when you say that my res- you have earned my respect yeah i'm sure you he's earned a lot of people's respect you can't be bored can't be bought, that, and that exactly we just said, that is the thing about him. His motto is, he cannot be bought, he's incorruptible. So what do you do with a guy who can't be bought?
2: And, and, you, can't, and you can't question it because he was, he had 1 point something billion pounds placed before him and he, yeah, said no. he said no. So how can you say, what can you say? Like so what are you gonna do, try and bribe him, be
1: like, well, oh, I'll give you 500K Like, if you do this. this He's yeah. gonna tell you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And Literally. that's why it, it ruffled the feathers of the elite to their core, that they were like, we have a big problem, guys, Yeah. you know? Because everyone can be bored. I'm gonna be honest, if someone comes up to me tomorrow, they tell me like, hey man, like $500 million, like jump on our side, I'll be like, god <laughs> damn you! <laughs> tell me what i need to do you know <laughs> and I'm, I'm honest enough to say it mm. i mean you look corrupt as hell dude i'm sure someone, you can be bored easily <laughs> but no but jokes aside you know I'm, I'm, jokes aside
2: bro, But what one billion dollars bro do you know what you can do with that that is the what the things you can do with a billion dollars is you'd have too outrageous. much money to the like things you can
0: do with a better character that's worth more than a billion dollars
1: yeah. That no, is true. That's true. Reputation. It's we t- yeah, discussed yeah. this last yeah. time.
0: You know? Reputation yeah. is more powerful than money. But look Everybody at him now.
1: Come. He's got his own army.
0: He's got his own following. Just D- won. Yeah. D- so he ran for president mm-hmm. or prime, minister. prime he, minister. He won. Yeah. Okay. And when he did win and come People in, were
1: crying. They came out on the roads. They were crying. They were like, wow, change for Pakistan, finally. Mm. Uh, women were coming on the road. And women love him. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. You know, six-foot-plus, tall, freaking, you know athlete and women are just looking at him and they're like oh my god that's our prime minister you know you got voted world's sexiest man at one time you know mm. and that's your prime minister
0: what were some of the things he was doing for pakistan when he was in there like when it came to america it came to politics like
1: so this whole movement. issue started right so the reason why he's not in office right now is because of a vote of no confidence and what that actually means is that a lot of the people in his party also and in opposing parties in the government they all have a have a court hearing they sit down and they say, okay, this guy is not fit to run as PM, so let's put a vote in. Really? So, yeah. they, they, so they got bought out? He got booted out. It, he got booted out. Of being president? Of prime minister. prime minister. Yeah. Okay. But what... The reason for this was, um, as when he became prime minister, America, as Pakistan and America had a very close relationship over the last, you know, couple of decades. So when... The Taliban, uh, when the Taliban were fighting Russia in 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 Afghanistan, Mm. the US made Pakistan get involved in the war, and Pakistani soldiers went and fought Taliban,s uh, fought off the Russians with the Taliban. So Pakistan
0: sided with the Taliban. Yes, but
1: back then the Taliban was a militant organization. Mm. They were freedom fighters fighting for their country. That hey, you don't have a right to come and invade us, rape our women, take our resources. So it was Russia yeah. stealing yeah, Russia, and uh, raping yeah, everything. Yeah, everything. And Taliban got rid of them.
2: Mm. Wait, when was this? How long ago was this? This is in the 90s. The 90s. Yeah. Oh, OK. Damn, OK. Well, this goes back. Yeah. yeah. When, did, when, did the Soviets, when was the
0: Soviet Union dissolved? 19... 19... Early 1990s? Could have be been the late 80s as well,
2: man. Yeah, th- it was the late 80s. Yeah, yeah it would have
1: the 80s in yeah. the
0: Cold War sort of era.
2: Oh, OK. Who was in power in the, at that time? I'm not too sure, man. What was in Putin?
1: Because
0: Putin. Putin has only been there for maybe nah. a decade. Last, last decade or so has yeah, been there, something, you know. Yeah.
1: Something, somewhere between Stalin and Putin, like, you know, <laughs> so we'll, we'll look at it later. Um, but, so America was always using Pakistan as a as a puppet, you could say, that they're making Pakistan yeah. use its own soldiers. Our soldiers are dying, our soldiers are getting killed, mm. while America's like, hey, look, we're allies. Yeah. yeah. But we're allies, you know. Basically, blackmail. Yeah, it's, black, it's It's blackmail. I always, always had the.
2: I'm not sure where I'd, I heard this that like America also armed them with like artillery and gave them like weapons and like armed highly, we. and um the Taliban this of course this, this yeah. recently, all the weapons
1: yeah. are from, from them it's from the it's, it's U.S. weapons. weapons. Yeah, and where do you think Vi- a freaking Taliban got like a tiger tank from or like a Apache yeah. helicopter from? Right. Bin
0: Laden was trained by the CIA. He was
1: a CIA agent. Ex CIA agent.
0: America's so wrapped up in the Middle East, but anyway. Yeah. Continue.
1: So as that started happening, so that's a different topic altogether, but I'm just giving you the gist of the Pakistan and Afghanistan relationship and how it started off. Mm. And now Joe Biden had told Imran Khan, We need to use your Pakistan and we need to build American US bases to attack Afghanistan from it. This is when Obama. This was is recent. Them. No, this is recent. You're bad. This Come is just you is know reason. how this you know how the, the, the U.S. forces withdrew yeah. from Afghanistan by, I think, last year
0: yeah just before that right yeah
1: so th- no so 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 after that they said we need to use your your, your, your country your as country as a, as a base to attack them and Imran Khan said absolutely not mm. I will not be involved in your war eighty thousand of our soldiers have died because of your war. Absolutely not. My people will not die for you anymore.
2: Mm.
1: You will not spill blood for your own agenda and use my people for it. You can find another base. And that's where the story starts from, you know? You say you tell America go fuck yourself. And America's not gonna be a happy chappy. You know? America is going to be like, hey, what? Did he, did he just, just, just talk back to me? Like, so right after that, he got voted out by his own people. This was, a, this was about a, a couple of months after, mm-hmm. as he started, just, months is- he started talking against America, but not against him. He just said that, look, it's not like he was warmongering, no. He just said that, leave us alone. We're going to run our own country. Stop meddling in our affairs. We're not going to provide you any military support. Yes, we're allies, but you're not going to attack any innocent nations who can't even defend themselves from our land. We've lost enough blood already, and so have they. Yeah. So and we want a better relationship with Afghanistan now because they're right on our border. So when they come into our country for revenge, our people die, not you. Our people die.
2: Yeah, So pretty much stay in my, stay in your lane. I'll stay. I'll in stay my in my lane. lane. Yeah.
1: We're still, we're, we're still cool. Yeah. We're still cool, but I ain't attacking no one for you now. That's literally what he said. And from there on, a lot of our government officials, they belong to America because they're on the take, right? Yeah. So to, for them to save their assets and the money that they've received over the years as bribes from America, mm. they have to listen to exactly what America tells them to, to say now. They got Imran Khan out. But the beauty is that the whole, the nation, I, I would say that for the first time, you know, people did know about this, but for the first time ever, as a nation, the eyes have been opened on a large scale that they all know. And they're, they're chanting online, on Twitter, on TV, that we will, we will say no to imported government. So they call the U.S. and the corrupt officials of Pakistan imported government. It's
0: true.
1: It's true. Yeah. Say no to imported government. And everyone's behind Imran Khan.
2: That's, that's, I think... In my perspective, that's a scarier place to be, man. Like, if you're one of those government officials who've, who've been bought out and then you vote this guy out and you're surrounded by 250 yeah. million people who know you're, you're corrupt as fuck. True. That is a way darker place to be. I mean, regardless, it's a shit position to be in. Either you're against America or you have 250 million people around you
0: who, who, who most likely are willing to kill you? Well, it's parallel to the French Revolution when mm-hmm. Napoleon got put back into power, you know, as a, as a chosen leader, yeah. and the people in the streets were going into politicians and people who were very influential and rich, and they were guillotining them in the street. We've had enough, we're broke, we're hungry, we're tired, your country's corrupt, they just started killing people. Which is not a place you wanna be, but like, what else do you do? That's where it goes though. When, you're, when your officials have been bought off and your will no longer exists as a citizen in the country. It's going to bring up a lot. You know? What
1: happens when a government official who's on a like a, you know, two thousand dollar pay pack in a month, right? He's driving a Rolls Royce. And he's talking about all, oh, you know, how to combat hunger in this country, or how to combat sanit- sanitation, or how to how to make sure we have good drinking water. He's coming on TV and giving this, his whole spew, and he goes home in his Rolls Royce. Do you think that? the people who are less fortunate, they, do, they don't see that. They don't see that. A Rolls Royce? A Rolls Royce. Their the eyes, the, the the eyes are open now. And they know that this guy's earning what, like maximum 2K a month, and he's driving a Rolls. They put one and one together, a, man. Yes. Yeah. two
0: plus two does not equal 65. Exactly. But even the fact that that guy drives around in a Rolls Royce to the conference, reads off of palm cards, yeah. says all this stuff, is he that arrogant to believe they're that stupid, you know? Bro, you gotta. Admit if anything, that, someone like, like that deserves a bullet, you know, like that's a yeah. stupid move. Not that anyone deserves a bullet, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And
1: yeah. it's actually funny because um, when Imran Khan, when Trump was president, Imran Khan went, Trump called Imran Khan over.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, they sat down, it was a live conference, and, you know, I, if you watch that conference, you see that even Trump is like, wow, this guy's powerful. Yeah, yeah. Body language, everything. And, you know, usually when Trump shakes your hand, Trump pulls you in. Yeah. It's an alpha move, you know, that he's showing you. And with Imran Khan, he shook his hand and Imran Khan just pulled him in. And Trump <laughs> was just like, you know, it was like, wow. Like, and, and it wasn't, a, it was kind of like, you've earned my respect. Yeah. Donald Trump is a beast, yeah. you know. And you can, you can tell, I think you can always tell. You can like, feel the energy. And, yeah. and, and, and that energy right now of Imran Khan, it's, ra- it's radiating through 250 million people and when you watch him on tv like i was watching him when i was in when i was in indonesia before i came to perth and because what he's doing is he's going to nearly every city in pakistan every big city major city and he's doing these big um demonstrations peaceful demonstrations and he comes up on stage and there's half a million people you know there's just standing in massive fields bridges blocked off and they're just there in 45 degree heat 45 degree heat because it's summer right now over there and they're standing there just waiting for him and he comes there and he just, when he talks, pe- you you hear oh, them baby. roar, This energy. Yeah. You, you could probably hear the sh- the screams throughout the roads, throughout the shopping centers in Pakistan, you know that? Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's like
2: Goku and the spirit bomb. Exactly.
1: It's like all this energy. He's, yeah. he's just standing there, you know, fixing up that spirit bomb. Getting all the energy yeah. from... Yeah. Everyone. It's everybody crazy. and, and I watched and it and I was just like... I felt these emotions. Yeah, Pakistan's my country. I'm Pakistani. Yeah. Never lived there properly. You know, we've been living overseas most of our life. Mm. But when you see that, you're just like, God damn, like that's my country. Yeah, it's going to shits right now. <laughs> yeah, like this, this is probably not the most nicest thing to see on It's quite embarrassing, you know, when your country's going through this sort of stuff. I think it's but, the most beautiful thing. But there. it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. The, it's You see the perfection through the imperfections. Yeah. You know, that wow. If he, this, like, everyone is standing together right now, and if he comes back to power, this time, all of the rats, they're going to scurry. Yeah, They're finished. And this time, this country, which is already a superpower, it's already a nuclear nation, Mm. where can it get from here now? Mm -hmm. With actual guidance and a proper government? And that's what they don't want. But what are the
0: domino effects as well? You see a man step into true power... In a true democracy, yeah. voted in by the people, that's real power, power to the people, because they're giving their power and authority to him, mm. all 250 million people, he can start making moves. He could pretty fix the relationship with India, because he's gonna be, he's, a, he's well, a, real, a real leader. He can kick out Americans and begin to build, rebuild the Middle East. It's a huge domino effect. And that will also make other people who are in fake democracies, like Australia and America and wherever else, and begin the, and to realize, and hang on a second, the tide is turning now. People I is just. Now. I think America is just <coughs> too. Far and America it's was pissed big. off.
1: He went to Russia. This is another reason that they were pissed off that he went to Russia a couple of months ago before this whole situation started. The revolution started because they told him do not visit Russia because of the whole Ukraine and Russia situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Iran Khan went there because wheat, number one, wheat is cheap yeah. over there. Wheat, which is to feed his people. Mm. Oil and gas is cheap over there. It's for his people and he was like my meeting was way before this ukraine and russia thing happened that's none of my business i'm going there for the benefit of my people so don't stop me and that was the final nail that when he went there they got pissed off but he says he he comes on his speeches and he says why are you angry at me because my nation doesn't have money is that why you're angry at me that you think because you own my government you think you can just throw me out like that he's like india went there. He didn't say anything to India. Why is that? But when Pakistan goes, oh, everyone starts losing their mind. You
0: know? Honestly, for, for me, that just feels like he's a real leader going to Russia. I believe Putin is another real leader yeah. as well. That's a dangerous ally yeah. relationship. Yeah. You know? And this whole Ukraine thing, who really knows what it is? Because I don't trust the media or social you know? media. For anything anymore. Yeah. And the sense of the propaganda. These last three thing. years has proven that we can't trust it's the media 100%. or the government yeah. at all. There's just and so
2: much propaganda,
0: bro. Like, yeah. yeah,
2: apparently, like, I'm sure if you talk to someone in Russia, they say, like, the Western countries in Ukraine, all they listen to is propaganda. If you talk to someone in Ukraine, yeah. they'll say the same thing. You talk oh, yeah. to someone from here, they'll say the same thing.
1: And we're see, all like, yeah. We're and, all and, and Ryan, you know, this has actually been a build up over the last couple of years of what's been going on, because <coughs> It's not just Russia Pakistan is very close allies with China very close allies they they call it uh, the brotherhood of Pakistan and China and then they said long last the friendship of Pakistan and China so they're like this they're close they're yeah. very close there's Chinese engineers there's Chinese expats in Pakistan they're working on mining projects they're working on building projects vice versa and China's on one side. You got China on one side, and you got Russia on one side, and you yourself are a nuclear power. And then I
2: think like. Can you if, imagine that? Yeah, I think like it would be interesting because I, I kind of tend to believe like Russia, Russia, China, India. Somehow they're linked. Like I feel like those those three countries would have a very good relationship with each other. Well, India doesn't have a relationship,
1: relationship with China at all. But they would have one with Ru- they would have one with Russia, right? Um. Look, to be honest, everyone has a relationship with Russia at some level. Russia but Russia it's happen. just that America doesn't want Russia to have a relationship with everyone. you got to understand the Cold War isn't over. The Cold War, which was back in the 60s. Oh no, it never yeah. Ended yeah. That never ended. It was just to show that, okay, it's ended, but it's always been there. Now it's obviously more more discreet. Mm. It's more quiet. But I feel that it got worse. Uh, yeah. We just yeah. don't feel it as much because...
0: Like I said, it's discreet. It go way worse. But my confusion is why didn't Ukraine join NATO in the first place?
1: Because Russia said, if you join NATO, I'm going to fucking bomb you back to the Stone Age.
0: But w- why is that? What is Ukraine?
1: Because then Russia is surrounded with right, NATO. With, with NATO. With, with, with NATO.
2: Yeah. Keep in mind, NATO was created to, to dissolve the Soviet Union. Mm, okay. That was the reason NATO was created back, back in the day. That makes sense. So okay. when the Soviet Union was dissolved and it no longer existed, What's the
1: need for NATO? What's the need for NATO? Yeah. True. It's kind of like, you know, who, who, who's the villain and who's the hero? The hero, yeah. You know, so history is ri- always written by the victors, right? Yeah. Mm. So NATO is technically the victor. In well, his
0: history is like his story. Yeah. yeah. It's one story. man's story. Yeah. I don't even believe, I don't even believe anything even about World War One, World War II. You know? Yeah. Well, why, from an Australian standpoint, why would we fly all the way to Turkey to go die on a beach. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck like is that? What's the benefit? How, that, how are you defending your country in, in that notion? Sacrifice. It's, it's human sacrifice. sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's to show. It's It's you need to get X amount of people killed in front of their country to make that, that nation stand up with you. You know? Can oh you my God, sort of your kids are dying. You know? yeah. yeah, nationalism.
0: Mm-hmm. But w- from World War I, how it ended, the Ottoman Empire collapsed, right? But also had some big effects on Russia as well. Mm-hmm. It collapsed the orthodoxy Russian religion right. of Christianity leaning them more into a- atheism to be more controlled as a powerhouse, more that's controlled, that's more controlled population. That's how uh, communism. socialism, communism and socialism. That's arose how it started. Yeah. So is it, was America and the West playing a role in that somehow trying to feed Russia to set up the stage for now? You know, yeah, when, when they plan, people, people plan in government politics, even j- in j- Japanese culture, they have 100 year business plans. Mm. So if you're a royal family like a Rothschild or Rockefeller or any of these big families, even the Ottoman Empire, who collapsed, they're still existing today as a powerhouse. Just underground. All that money they would yeah. have had would be shifted into railways, food stocks, yeah. this and that. So they're, they're big players, like the secret billionaires we talked about last time. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Remnants of the Ottoman Empire, yeah. or empires that have gone underground. J. P. Morgan. Yeah. All of that you stuff. Know? All these people, you know?
1: J. P. Mo- like J. P. Morgan from, from that time. So the these Chinese. guys.
0: So these guys, they're planning for their grandchildren. Yeah. And another uh, Rockefeller. Um. I can't remember his name but he had three John sons. John D. Rockefeller? Yeah, he had yeah. three yeah. or four sons. Maybe he was his dad or whatever, but he was actually making his sons businesses to set them up, but then he would sabotage the businesses and fuck them over like, with really bad consequences just to make them sharp, you know? That's so people up. like this plan for hundreds of years. Yeah, we see the thing is, like, and I one 1913 or 1917. Yeah. It's only 100 years mm-hmm. now. It's, yeah, just, I understand it's that. still How unfolding.
2: A, like, I don't think they would have predicted the scale and the state that Russia
0: is in right now the amount yeah. of power and poor they have now. But the thing is, you got to understand, people with that much money and that much influence, even back then, have a pretty good understanding, mm. have a way bigger, we can't underestimate their intellectual capacity. There's yeah, no you, way. Because yeah, the information they have access to is far beyond what we could imagine. The Vatican Library thinks of that nature. Yeah, you could say don't that. Know. that. But we've, like only, we've only been looking at this for like five years. And we're peasant class, that, to be honest. You know? Maybe not you. English. but like <laughs> Even then, like, I think it's like, well, there's we still all something. That
1: we all are. There's yeah. still
2: some things that even if it was 100 years ago, you wouldn't be able to predict. For me, it's like two things. One of them is the... In, I think the internet for me is always the biggest
0: one and the prog- progression of technology. The empires yeah. remain the same. Look at the Roman Empire, the Greek Empire, the Persian Empire. All these empires, like, they're mirroring each other. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing new under the sun. Nothing changes. There's faster communication, but the way human beings interact and interface with the world, how we're violent, how we're irrational, all these things can be predicted. But there's also a risk predict- like, that you could...
2: There's also a risk you could have someone like Putin. I'm not saying that Putin is a great guy, blah, blah, blah. I think he's yeah. it's it's just one of those leaders who just, who's just so out of, who's an anomaly to me. He's just an anomaly. Putin is an anomaly. It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? The For dictator. He's a dictator. Yeah. You can't read any of them yeah. over time. But, the, the, uh, but he's got a very, um, very high approval rating in Russia. He's got a very high approval rating. There's out, a you reason. Can't, you
0: can't speak out against him, man. Yeah. He's had this under lock and key. Yeah, but, but but that's the thing, though. There's a
2: reason he's got a he's got a good approval rating. You know what I mean? Like, you, if if he if he if he was such a terrible and shit leader, there's a reason he would uh, but, he the he would
0: have such a high approval rating. But the thing is, you even even I mean? in even in um China, so with with Mao or whoever else had yeah. a high approval rating, but things are manipulated. Um, if this if information is controlled into Russia, which it highly is, you can control the mindset of the people. You know what I mean? This is true. Yes, yeah. if there were a free people, like Imran Khan to me is a true leader who's voted in, who was voted in by the people and it's yeah. proven now because they're in the streets. But Putin has kept himself in power, not because he's been voted in, he's been manipulating things. How can you stay in power for 10 years? How's that a democracy? And and and
2: yeah, it's they, they could just have different laws. They, could, mm. they, they might not have the same- But 10 years, 10 laws. years
0: for one man in a dictatorship. That think, that's wait, you, it's w- insane. We could
2: say the same thing as about about Mama Gaddafi. Gaddafi had a really long reign, didn't he? What is it's a, decom- a
1: what is a d- democracy though?
2: Technically, it's no. the, people, the uh, general the public voting in. there. No, no. The
1: I, I, I'm not asking for the general yeah um, meaning of a democracy. I'm asking that what is a democracy? What do you mean, yeah, you mean? Yeah, the democracy's for the people. Yeah, to bring someone in which is legally voted. Blah blah blah. Mm. But do you feel that that's just an illusion? To bring in the people at the end of the to, to show a sense of, hey, you have choice. But at the end of the day, who they want, the elites, who they want to be in power, they're going to remain in power?
0: Hold that thought for a second. Yeah. Are they
2: totally off?
0: No, no, they're not. Two microphones are on, one is off.
2: Oh, OK. Um, I genuinely, Hold that elites, I, g- I genuinely believe the elites. I genuinely believe that elites do control certain countries who they want. To, of, they want people to stay in power. <coughs> Pakistan. No, actually, I'm going to say most countries. Pakistan. Yeah, I'm going to say most.
1: That's countries. That's the biggest example I can give you. Any of yeah. them with
0: Western influence. Yeah. You know in the book, um, "Economic Hitman." Yeah. 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 Beautiful book. That, that's I rampant. Didn't read like, that. What are the free nations Amazing. right now that are truly free from Western influence and the none. federal reserving federal systems? I feel Russia, none. Russia, yeah. North, Korea. Uh, North Korea, North China. Korea, China. No, mm. China's... Pr- so so. Well, so.
1: it well it is actually free of the Western influence. Yeah, it true. is so so, but
0: the they're, their they're their own. they their own.
1: But it's free from the Western okay. influence. It doesn't sure. matter, uh, potato potato. You know.
0: Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Um. <coughs> I think those are the. I
2: think uh, those are the only
0: ones that. Two. Those are the only two that come to mind. Do, do you think the West, the Western Empire, being Britain, America, Australia, are actually on the down, on the way down right now? Hundred percent. What are your thoughts on this?
1: 110 percent. I, I I feel Australia is just there in the game. Like you know, there's a, there's a race, and he's just like, I want to race also. Yeah. And, and, and they will Australia. go wherever yeah. the wind goes. You yeah. know, like Australia's like. Ameri- it's not its fault. Yeah.
0: There was a good comedian who said Australia is like, if America was a person, he'd be like the jock. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Australia would be like the fat, dumb best friend. He's like, yeah. I don't do whatever he's doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't think Australia, honestly, I don't think Australia has any power, has any pull in any Dude,
0: anywhere. One of any our mates place. in the military, he's like, we have five days of ammunition. If we're invaded, five days, then we're done. done. yeah. Five days. Honestly. China could just wait us out. Walk, mm-hmm. Anyone could just walk in to Australia. Yeah. We but can't then, do shit. We, no, we don't but, have any guns. But we have it no doesn't power. have to. 20 yeah. million
1: people. But Australia doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. Because big old mama, United Kingdom comes in, America comes in, all the allies come in to help Australia.
2: Think I think d- to be honest with you i don't think they would i think
0: we're obligated to defend the uk and america but they're not obligated to defend us but the thing is where would they benefit if they did happen to help us and defend us over like okay we're going to own all of your gold fields or all of your or whatever like there'd be like an exchange yeah which probably already has been an yeah. exchange i would i would imagine as in when australia had was signed over the crown in 1901 when they talked about on the podcast last time yeah which is owned by the vatican so a lot of our tax dollars go t- straight to America. I think the Commonwealth of Australia is actually owned by America and they get like 20% of all the income through the Commonwealth.
2: Yeah, which is fucked. Australia d- australia has no pool. Australia like has no power. Australia's whatsoever. that vote that doesn't matter. Better, yeah, you know? <laughs> it's, 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 it's the guy at the back. Nice place to be yeah. though, you know. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's ama- bu- oh, look, Australia's really. amazing. Australia's amazing. Yeah. Don't it's get me a bu- wrong, it's, it's beautiful. A beautiful place. We're just
1: talking strictly government wise, yeah, political yeah, yeah, wise, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: mean, and even, even now, I was thinking about the, like, the elections
0: recently and I was, I was looking at it I was like, bro, this does not make any <laughs> sense. I can't believe Nothing. It. Everything that went down the last two years, people still voted Labor back in power. Yeah. You know why? <laughs> it's just like, are you retarded.
1: Because Labor's uh, got to mm-hmm. make weed legal. Yeah. <laughs> the le- all the does yeah. are like, yeah. <laughs> so so weed doesn't make need weed. to be legal. You know how easy
0: it is to get weed? Yeah. I, can walk, I can throw a fucking stone and find a fucking weed dealer like it's ridiculous. Yeah, but
1: there's a different feeling of having cafes and walking around and having a yeah. weed pharmacy, you know, like, and just sitting out, not being scared. You, you know? see, but
2: see, like, that's the thing though, like, they, they could
0: say that, what.
1: You know, you know, you know that old guy from Family Guy. He's like, yeah, yeah. That's Joe Biden. Yeah. 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 easy. Yeah, brother. So what was happening in India? So um, a few years ago, uh, this was about four, four years old, got, yeah. um, Imran Khan, he first came into office. Mm. And uh, India sent a few of their fighter jets, um, MiG-21 Bisons, to be precise, that's what they are. It's mm. an old Soviet aircraft, still does the job. Um, they sent a few of them into Pakistan to supposedly bomb terrorist um, camps. Yeah. So they sent them in at, at night and they bombed them the planes turned around and escaped. So you could say this is like the first 6 months Imran Khan's in, in, in office. And you what can imagine Yeah, so you can imagine like this is a big this is going to be a big test of his government now on how he handles this. Yeah. Mm. Now these two are both of them are nuclear armed nations. Who, and not the people yet, but the militaries. Both the militaries don't like each other.
0: Mm.
1: Because as far as I know, a lot of Indian f- Indians are my boys. They're my friends. Yeah, yeah. are yeah. like brothers, you know. And I'm sure they could say the same about Pakistanis. This division has been created by the government, mm. obviously. But where, where, where did that stem from? I tell you. So this. So when Pakistan and India they split. Yeah. Um. So Pakistan used to be a part of India, and you know, Pakistan said that hey, we need a nation which is specifically for our Muslim brothers also, because we're getting killed. Yeah. We're a minority. We're getting killed. We're we're being discriminated. So we need our own country. So when the British left, Pakistan and India also divided, which became Pakistan. And this is what, what Gandhi was there at the yeah, time, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think the, the anger stems from that, that period of time, yeah. that how dare you leave us, or how dare we split up, mm. which is a different topic altogether. But w- w- what, I, what I was trying to say was that there is a big rivalry, yeah. whether it's in sports, or it's in technology, there's a big rivalry and india by far is a much more technologically advanced nation you've got one point nearly two billion people 1.6 billion people or more or less huge number can you imagine the economy
0: i mean insane, everything
1: yeah. everything's in india now
0: For every service every, yeah india. every, every in product india. china
1: so we're competing with, with with the economy and a military of that size mm. so What happened was, when they sent their planes in to supposedly attack terrorist camps, um, they made this whole propaganda on TV that, hey, we just destroyed this base camp and this many terrorists died, mission successful, and then we called the world leaders in. And we called the world leaders in and we said, hey, come to Pakistan, come and have a look where they had dropped their bombs, and tell us, is this a base camp, or is this just a forest? Or is this someone's farm? So the world leaders came down to Pakistan, they visited the places, and they just found out, they just bombed a couple of trees, and they just bombed a couple of farm, like farms, that's it, in the middle of nowhere. There's no terrorist base camps, there's nothing there. And this has been proven. What was the intention, though? I think the intention was that Prime Minister Narendra Modi, he was running for elections, yeah. at that time, re-elections, and he wanted to win. Mm-hmm. So I think he needed to create the sense of nas- nationalism that, oh, hey yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm your hero, you know? Like, we, we bombed this country, like, I'm your hero, vote for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, so what happened after that was, Imran Khan said, look, we're not gonna let any country disturb the sovereignty of Pakistan. You sent your fighter planes dead at night we knew you were in the country it's not like we didn't know but because you weren't close by to any major cities we just wanted to watch what you do move. and now when we're going to come into india with our planes at a time and place of our choosing and not at night time in the while there's sunlight and a few hours after that interview, he sent his fighter jets, which is the JF-17 Thunder, a joint operation with Pakistan and China. We made that aircraft. So basically, it's a more superior fighter than an F-16. Yeah. And it's homegrown, so it's built in Pakistan from parts from China. So you're not reliant on US aircrafts because our old aircrafts were the F-16 given by America. Yeah. But those aircrafts have a kill-, kill switch inside of them. That if we decide to do something with those aircraft which America's not happy about, you cannot use the aircraft. Oh,
0: bro, that's dark. Right? right?
1: You cannot use the aircraft. These Australian plane? Huh? Australian no, plane. F-16. F-16, Yeah. wow. So once that aircraft, if you can't, you can't use that aircraft, and let's just say it needs repair and maintenance, spare parts, America will stop giving it to you. So America, which is the biggest arms dealer in the world, it's selling you weapons, to defend yourself, but if they don't like who you're defending yourself against, they will s- turn off your weapons. So that's why Pakistan and China did a joint operation and they made their own planes, which are more superior than the F-16, in every way, which are homegrown. So now you don't need their permission and now you don't need to order their spare parts in. So Pakistan sent their F-16s into, into uh, not the F-16, F- F, uh, JF-17 Thunders, into Indian airspace and then they deployed their MiG 21 Bisons again and there was a serious dogfight in the air and they took down their MiG 21 one of the MiG 21 Bisons which crashed and, and the pilot ejected and he landed in the in Pakistan I'm sure you guys have heard about this story I think I
0: have heard rumors of this Yeah
1: Abinandan his name was and what happened was the villagers saw this guy and the villagers went up to him and started belting him dude like started like actually beating him up because they were like dude like like the supposed enemy's pilot just landed and like, finished this guy off. Pakistani military personnel got there, moved these villagers off that pilot, shot in the air to scare them and saved this guy's life, saved this pilot's life who was trying to attack them
2: mm.
1: from the locals. They took him back to the camp, cleaned him up, gave him some tea, and said, we're not going to hurt you, we're not going to do anything, just chill, have some tea. And then they did an interview with that pilot while he was in, in Pakistani, in, in the Pakistani camp. And he was like, hey everyone, I'm alright, you know. Thank you to these brave Pakistani soldiers who saved my life. <laughs> Even though I was technically trying to like, you know, destroy That's their sovereignty, you know? Yeah. But and by the way, the tea is fantastic. So he was having tea, like chai, you know, jai with yeah, them. And yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the tea is fantastic. He was like, they're, they're great, they're great people. In the video, they're just chilling. And then Imran Khan came on TV and he was like, what did I say? We've got your pilot now. And then India started gearing up for full war, like full, bl- they'll give our pilot back, you know, full, everything mobilized, military ready. And Imran Khan was like, we're not going to do anything to him. He's a guest in our country. Next week, we're going to return him to you through our border so you can walk through the border.
2: Mm.
1: And um, as a show of friendship, and as a show of peace from our side, that we didn't attack you first, your planes came into our country first. And we didn't attack you again, we just flew our planes around your borders, and you deployed your planes to attack us. And we did this in self-defense again, like we told you we would. Mm. So the next week what happened was, the whole world's media was there, everyone, and, Indian government was on the other side of the gate, Pakistani government was on the other side of the gate, so Imran Khan bought this guy a brand new Marks and Spencer suit. I
0: wanna go to Pakistan.
1: You know what I mean? He, he, and he wore a brand new Marks and Spencer suit and with a parade, like, like, a, like people m- making songs, like, like happiness, you know? Yeah. And they gave him back.
2: Wow. Where, where the Pakistani people were like had the parade and everything.
1: No, like the, the Pakistani people were making songs, like, like, you know, like. That is the most
2: alpha fucking move ever.
1: And they gave him back and if you see a video, it's on YouTube, the Indian general, instead of like, you know, like saluting him or saying like, welcome back, you know, you're right. He just grabbed him by the hand and pulled him away and put him in the car. The Air Force officer, he just grabbed him and put him in the car Mm -hmm. like, you piece of shit, you know, like, and then after that, we haven't heard of him.
0: Did that guy get reelected, the Indian Prime Minister? He did. Did you believe that India is under Western influence to this day? Or they're their own people, their own They're their nation, own people. Their own leaders?
1: They're their own leaders. They're not under anyone's influence. Could they're just
0: corrupt th- by themselves.
1: Yeah, They're, they're, they're themselves, man. Okay. They- India is an extremely rich nation. Extremely powerful nation. Extremely intelligent nation. And...
2: This is all b- on the basis that they pushed out the UK, right? Well... That's where it would have started. Because usually, like, when you push... Usually, it's when a Western country leaves, like a country that they've they've invaded. They either leave on the basis that one, you've got, you've chased them out, or mm. two, you've they've pretty much made a deal with that country and for their resources. This is what happens in like a lot of countries in Africa. Like you you always see like countries that like at least from what I've seen, like countries that like the um, the UK um, have invaded. They've left, them, le- left it in some sort of like a place with a little bit more structure and they kind of put a government in there. But also it's like kind of knowing that that government and that structure has been placed in there on the basis that they've made a deal and they're in control by the, by the UK. Whereas if you got like countries that like have, were invaded by the Dutch, mm. the Dutch fucked countries up, man. They like t- went in there, just to drained their resources and just left. Indonesia. Yeah.
1: That's what in happened. Dutch, yeah, Indonesia, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The Dutch like w- the Dutch ruined countries and the they Dutch drained East all the India company. Oh really? Did you yeah. say that?
1: Yeah. Well, it's not there anymore, but I mean they went to different you know they they, they like to what yeah. do you call it, take every country for their resources. Oh yeah. yeah. I heard and that they they, just they, just they constantly
0: farm like sugarcane over and over and over again so the whole soil gets depleted yeah. completely. Yeah. as it's just dead soil. And they just leave. Like absolutely.
2: They, like <laughs> they don't leave any structures, they don't leave any governments, they don't leave any sort of they, they don't leave any remnants of order, it's just pure chaos. Wow. Which like, the like UK does,
1: yeah. which the United Kingdom does though. They leave order, they leave a structure. Yeah. You go there, there's some sort of... You order, see the, you structure, see, yeah.
2: something, you know. They give them, at least they give them a, an opportunity, or they give them something that will still give them the ability to like, thrive. Sustain and themselves. And sustain themselves. Wow. The Spanish are better. But that's the Dutch. Were definitely like the countries that the Dutch invaded
0: um, are just wrecked. The Dutch are a pretty arrogant bunch, aren't they? Oh, that's funny. Yeah,
2: Um, but sorry. Yeah, like so. In terms of like so, how's the relationship between India and um, Pakistan right now?
1: Look, to be honest, the Indian like people, the Pakistani people, they love each other, and this is coming from experience. They love each other, and. They are very sad to see what the governments are doing with them, Yeah, they are very sad to see they are being dragged into a sort of a, a hate relationship which they don't want to and if you were to remove the governments, mm. I think these two countries would probably be the best friends. Oh 100% man. Because yeah. essentially they are more or less, they are very similar. Yeah. And that's what Imran Khan was trying to do, that he was trying to show a hand of friendship. That with this whole, the reason why I told you this whole pilot s- story earlier on, yeah. was not to show you that, oh, you know, we dropped their plane and this, that. no, it's the reason why I said it was to show that Imran, the way he handled the situation, the way he just, he was such a gentleman about it. Yeah. I mean, how can your enemy even hate you after that? Yeah. He's like, no, nah, he's a piece of shit for giving him back. You know, like, at least keep him, like, a month or something, you know? You know? <laughs> it was a shit suit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we didn't like the color of the suit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, right? So, so yeah. when you so do we, something like future? that, it's, it's like, I t- you know, when we had a chat uh, in our previous podcast and you were saying that when someone screws you over, how do you have, how do you um, essentially take your revenge? Or what do you do to them? Hmm. And I told you, right, I do nothing. I just stay quiet. Mm. You've taken yeah. your best shot, I'm still here. I
2: was gonna say, like, it was kind of like, mm. in that sort of situation, how do you present yourself as a leader with strength, strength and power and resolve without representing, without looking weak to the other leaders?
1: Like Imran Khan did. Yeah,
2: no, that's, that was beautiful, man. You know? like that, that's a very, that's beautiful chess move.
1: And that's something you go back to business essentially a politician or essentially a leader of a country a country is like a big business i would say you know oh,
0: exactly what it is it's yeah. a big
1: business so the way people run a country is very similar to people running their own business yeah you know obviously on a smaller scale but it's it's very very similar
0: mm.
1: so he's running it i mean he's got reputation he's got character and, and he's running it like he would run his own business. And he's damn good at it. Mm. People don't like it.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it was the same thing with Trump then. It was like
1: yeah, the same
0: thing with Trump. The same thing with Trump. And he's a businessman he in a the business beginning. He's a businessman, yeah. Um, but bringing it back to business and your experience in business, what are some of the things that you've learned over the years, techniques, tools, whatever, that really make the difference between someone who's successful and making it in business to someone who just doesn't make it, you know, half in, half out, or whatever whatever it is.
1: It's the 12 a.m. phone calls. I'm gonna be straight up with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the 12 a.m. phone calls. Ask me why. Tell us why. why? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I've seen the structure in, in, in Australia, let's talk about Australia, because a lot of our viewers are over here, we're from here also. Yeah. After five PM, no one's gonna pick up your call. True. Even if even if the guy's sitting there having a beer on his couch and you're ringing him, mm-hmm. and he's looking at his phone, he's like, puts glass on, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you <I> could wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And even if you like WhatsApp him and, and he grabs his phone again and he opens it, and it's like, excuse me, sir, it's an emergency, I need to speak to you. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's five PM, already. It's it's not my problem. <laughs> Clocked out. Clocked, Clocked out. Up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do you realize? How many customers you're probably losing from that or how many customers you're you're not retaining from that mm. I'll give you a personal experience of mine which has happened recently I ordered some spare parts from this company in in uh, in Brisbane yeah spare parts for, for my car and um, it's a big company you know they do like superchargers and exhaust and all, all of that sort of stuff. Mm. And me being in Indonesia, I was like, Hey, I'm dealing with an Australian company. You know, th- 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 this is going to be good. This is going to have, you know, some substance to it. Like I- I'm safe. Like it's, it's the story the other day, right? If I send you my money,
0: yeah.
1: like the system will keep me safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, this guy took six months to, s- t- to send my stuff and I would message him. He read my message, He just wouldn't respond. It's a flag. It's completely flagged, And then I'd call him. He wouldn't pick up. And then, it's, you know, one day you're just pissed off. And I'm, fuck this guy, I want to call him. Yeah. And then he would pick up. And I'd get scared. <laughs> you know, he's picked up. Like, what do I say? I'm like, oh, hi, man. How are you? He's like, yeah, good. How can I help you? I'm like, hey, man, like, my stuff isn't arriving. What's going on? He's Like, yeah, it's been really busy, mate. It's been extremely busy. Just haven't had the time, but we're trying our best. i would be like, all right, all right, man, can you at least respond to the three emails I've sent you? Like, yeah, when I come around to it, I'll respond to it, mate. Okay. And after that I call him, I call him, and the moment just they don't they don't pick up. And because I'm overseas, there's a big time difference, right? Yeah. Mm. Especially with Brisbane. So I'm calling him and I'm not getting any sort of response. And I just thought to myself that Yeah, it's a big company, yeah, it's a but am I comfortable with giving someone his reference? For the future, no way. No fucking way. No That's way. True. If someone even even how good the product, someone's like, oh, Oi, Wassam? This is amazing, man. I want one." Yeah, this is the person I got it from, but up to your own accord, I can't recommend you them.
0: You know what I mean? It's a mark on your reputation. If someone waits six months, like, yeah. "Fuck, Wassam referring to this guy? And this guy's shit." Exactly.
1: So the getting back to those twelve AM conversations is. When you pick up, it's that extra mile you're going.
2: Yeah, it's that work ethic.
1: And you never know. Maybe someone is... is He's he's had a bad day. He's sitting there. He's thinking, okay, you know what? I'm... And he and he's sitting there at night. He's just chilling. And he, he's like, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a call. I'm in the mood of buying some some product.
2: Yeah.
1: And business is essentially based on impulse, right? Yeah. At the end of the day. Mm. And, okay, if it's not based on impulse, then it's based on competition. And you have... A ton of competition. So if you don't pick up that phone at twelve AM, there's going to be that other guy who's ready there at twelve AM. Also, like, I'll pick it up, <laughs> and he'll pick it up. It is ready, and you've lost it. And when you call him back in the morning, oh, sorry, man, it's, uh, I already, I already got what I needed. Yeah. Next time. But next time he still won't call you because he says that this guy didn't pick up at that time, and he's already comfortable with the new vendor, mm. or the vendor who's working parallel towards you, and he'll just. Be so comfortable with him he'll just keep going with him and you can never get him back you can never pull him back again it's just i mean never say never but it's very very, very difficult.
2: difficult yeah yeah
1: and would you rather just be focused on pulling that one guy in or would you be focused on uh, with, with your energy focused on pulling multiple new people in yeah, that's true so it's those 12 a.m phone calls I think, it's,
2: I think it's one of those things where like at least from what i've deduced from the difference between like American and Australian culture, is work ethic around just basic stuff, you know? I mean? Not basic stuff, but just like work ethic in general. Whereas like a lot of like you find Americans or you found like Australians complaining that you have people coming in from overseas, or um. Yeah, people coming in from overseas and they're taking all your, all our jobs, blah blah blah. They take our jobs. Yeah, Well I mean, the difference is like, this that guy who's coming in from whatever country he's coming from. Oh, let's it's like India, if it's Pakistan or, or uh, whatever. You get he'll you call him for that twelve. A, call him at twelve a.m. to give him a shift. Mm.
1: He's not gonna say no. We're done, send me yeah. location, send
0: me location. Okay, some of the most successful real estate agents when I worked in the industry were people who came from South Africa or other third world countries. Because they came here and they dominated all of the yeah. Australian sales guys because they could see opportunities that just didn't exist yeah. where they were from. So they would have spent years ruminating on, I have no opportunities, I have no this, and they can see all the, all the things that have already been taken up. They come here, this brand new country, that are like, holy shit, there's so many gaps in the market. And they just come in and dominate because it's like a golden opportunity. Yeah. People just, who were born here just can't see it. Bro, it's yeah, so you know.
1: funny you mentioned this. I was just about to to tell you a story about about someone I know <coughs> in real estate, and you just mentioned this. It's um, I have this friend. Yeah. And I haven't met her in the last nine, ten years. I would say she was a uni friend of mine. Mm. And I was in in the shopping centre the other day. I was just having, I was shopping with my wife, and she's a South African Indian also. I know who you're talking about yeah. yeah. And. She she's walking, she's walking, and I'm like, I've seen her, I, I know this person. You know, mm,
0: she's very elegant now, right?
1: Are we talking about the same person? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We are. And and and
0: <laughs> we know why Brett was looking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. and I, she's I like, know, her, I know her quite well. She looks at me and she's like, "Basam." I'm like, "Yeah." Whoa! She's like, "Whoa!" It's been how long? And my daughter's in the pram next to me. and she's like, "Dude, your daughter!" Like it was wow moment, you know? Yeah. I'm like, how you been? It's like, I've been fucking great. Mm. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> why? <laughs> you know, like well, what's the secret? Mm. And she's like, I'm working in real estate now, and honestly, I'm just killing it. Damn. And I'm like, why? She was like, I just go the extra mile. She's like, You know how Australia is. When someone calls me, I pick up and I get the job done. Where the other people, they've clocked off. And she's like you wouldn't believe it, my work actually starts after five. Because a person who wants to buy a property, he's always free to talk to you about what property he wants.
2: Yeah.
1: So whether you call him at 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 p.m. and you're going to call him for something that's going to benefit him, he's going to pick up your phone and he's going to eat out of the palm of your hands. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's very yeah, bro. Yeah, you call Yeah, if, if I'm out there looking for a property right now, my budget's 500 grand, for example, and I'm looking for a property, Riverside, and at, it's already five, and I want to call my agent. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's not going to pick up, man. Shit. But I've got this fantastic idea of, oh. What do you want? Yeah. And I know that, okay, it's 5 p.m., he's clocked off, he's not going to even gonna pick up my phone. But if I have an agent that I can call him like after dinner at eight, after I'm relaxed, long day of my work, had my first beer, I'm chilling, and then I call that agent and be like, hey, by the way, this is, oh yeah, sure, hey, what are you doing now? I can come over actually if you want. We can, it's a sale right there, right? It's, sale, yeah. it's done.
0: Bro, I spent many times doing appointments at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. It was this be- the best time? Because also, I think, I think it's also kind of on the basis like, <coughs> if someone's already looking for a home,
2: they're working. Mm. They're also like, you know, they, that's ha- they also have, they're also making their own income. Mm. And generally, if they are working, they'll probably be done around 5, 30, yeah. 6, just like, just like the normal person. And a house is a big decision. they yeah, are thinking about that late at night all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's like, what, what's what <coughs> like? It's also kind of an impulse thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that, that moment, like, you know, like, they, they're like, oh, you know what? I really, I, I, I want to yeah. buy a house. I want to commit. Mm. As soon as they make that phone call, that's like a
0: brain trigger, Yeah, you know? Like that's, you, you, that's, a, that's a, a path in your brain that solidified so. it. And I also believe superstition as well. Of course, I'm under that answer. Of course, I'm not saying answer, it's meant to be. Yeah. I reckon that's a, that's a big thing. Um, is there anything else in business as far as making it, compared to the other guy, like systems, things you've learned over the years that really just click, you know?
1: Um, one of the major major things I would highly advise everyone is Look, I'm I'm not I'm not some billionaire. I'm not some, you know, yeah. some Forbes person or whatever. But you know, I, I I do have a bit of experience under my belt. And the biggest thing that has taught me and helped me throughout is make sure you know the game better than everyone who's working for you.
2: Mm, everyone who's
1: working for you. Who's working for you? Because business is essentially okay. If you're an entrepreneur, you're alone, right? But there will be a point where you start. Expanding right and You better know what you're doing better than everyone else in your company Whether it could be from bottom tier to the upper tier Yeah, otherwise you're gonna get taken for a ride Mm. Because when your staff knows That you are more educated in that specific business In the different systems they will respect you.
0: True. Actually, man, I had a family member, right? He had a building company. Quite successful for a, for a bit of time, but he was going down in a bad market. But when the times were good, he was doing really good. But he had an employee, like his right-hand man, and um, he started to realize that his money's getting less and less, his company's going down and down, and he's, just, he's freaking out, he's borrowing money from family, friends, you know, people that, in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but he realized his right-hand man was actually taking materials to the top. And this guy built his own property from the materials he was stealing from the boss. Mm. But the boss had no idea. This was happening for like four or five years and this guy's stealing tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stock to build God knows what. He only got caught with the one house, it may may have been multiple, Multiple, but he had no idea. I'm like, how can somebody running a company, that's not even that big, maybe like 10, 20 employees max, you don't know where your stock is going? To me, I don't know if that's sheer ignorance, or well, a hint of arrogance, but why don't you know what the hell's going on with your company? Because you're not I mean, on
1: the
0: ground. Yeah. Well, then also, you could, you could be just like you, you genuinely trust your
2: right-hand man, you know what I mean?
1: Can I tell you something?
2: Yeah.
1: Trust is very good. But a great man once said, oh, Ronald Reagan, trust, but verify. Facts. Mm. I trust you. I completely trust you. But I'll definitely verify also. It's not that I don't trust you, but I want to verify. Yeah, that's true. So if you're just trusting, then it's you who are ignorant, Yeah. my personal opinion. Mm. You should always verify.
2: Yeah, and that's, in the, it's, I agree with that. I think in, the, in that sort of scenario, if you're running a building business, I think, wouldn't you have someone to have who's
0: be lo, to look at your stock? And if you're stock, stocked, yeah, stock take. But when it's a-
1: Maybe he was the guy.
0: Yeah. When it's a smaller enterprise like that's that, true, yeah. and there's big amounts of money, You know, you know, boom. You're like times are good, fuck it. And it could could be that same thing we're talking about with the Australian mindset it's a little bit lazy. And 5 p.m. we're we're shut down. But I heard another company, the business of quite a big company. There was a man working for this huge industrial company. He was like the manager, the CEO. But the owner was pretty making millions of dollars a year. This guy's probably on about 100k salary package. But he's doing everything. He's importing from his importers. He's doing the labeling, the branding, designing the whole thing. And he's like, hang on a second. I can just replicate this, do it over here, and I'll make the $5 million. Yeah. So if that guy knows how to do everything in your company and you're doing absolutely nothing, why would he respect you enough to be like, I'm just gonna do it myself, because I'm gonna make $4.9 million more to do the exact same amount of work, why am I feeding you, you know? Yeah, but also in
2: saying that, I think one of the, there's, um, Anyone if, you, the if you If you're, at least in my perspective, if you're a true leader, and you, let's say you have a CEO, and. They've been working with you for five years, ten years, whatever amount of years, and he's growing and is genuinely outgrowing that position. Mm. Personally, myself, I'd be like, you, if, if you want to start your own company, you want to do it all by yourself. Hundred, you're hundred percent welcome to, because that's part of your growth journey. Mm. You let and him like, go. Yeah, I'll let him go. But also in saying that, there will be there will be some. Don't sort take my contact. Yeah. yeah. You're not, you can Good, not allowed yeah. to take my vendors. There's gonna be a. That's why you have an NCA, non compete agreement, non compete stuff yeah. like that.
1: You're not gonna take you're what gonna I've worked like for, what I've built for. Mm. It's my connections, and you think just because you're doing all the work, you're gonna take what I've worked uh, yeah, for? Like yeah. Exactly. Sit your ass down. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: Like I, d- I wouldn't mind if you're your CEO. Okay, yeah. you want to go do it for yourself. However, the context and what I've built is is staying within the company. I can get True. another CEO. I don't care. keeping mm. keeping you know, your, you're keeping you're on the ground. Yeah, giving you the gun, like. I do not get to see you. I yeah. you wanna go do it? You go do it. But, but also, like, like, there's gonna be NCA, NDA. We're gonna yeah. make sure that whatever,
0: mm. the structure that's still there is still there. Mm. Beautiful. Okay, so. You don't know, the, know the business better than anyone that works for you. And the first one was, what was the first one again? The first tip that you said to us. The
1: first, one, the second one was. Pick up your phone. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: beautiful. Is there a third? There's never a
1: time. Well, you're clocking off. Mm. Do you clock off from being a parent? No,
2: that's no, true. No, right?
1: So the business is your baby also, right? You built mm. it, you fed it, you clothed it, from, I mean, from scratch. I said the
2: same thing. Yeah, Tunil also said the same thing. It's kind of like a, like a baby, baby Yeah. Shout out
1: to Great minds think alike. <laughs>
2: 100%. Yeah, it's kind of like having a baby. You, know, yeah. like, you, you you don't have any time off
0: until they're 18, or when they go to school, whatever. And mm. when, it, when it comes to things when you're working with people, companies, institutions, and um, you get
1: told no, or you get told a certain thing, is everything negotiable? Everything is negotiable, but at the same time, be graceful. Mm, yeah. Even in no, be graceful. Don't just show them that you're a good man only because they said yes. Yeah. And then at the moment they, they decide to say no, you're just like, Meh. yeah, you know, you're like, no, I'm gonna get all salty and no. Mm. Be graceful in, in, in winning, winning, and be graceful in defeat also. Mm. And defeat generally isn't Bad isn't forever. Yeah. yeah, it's just a short. It could be like a short term thing, which is setting you up for a bigger win.
0: Mm. There's other things I've seen you pull off um, in certain businesses that we've run and shared different projects. Mm. You've had this weird way of getting contact with people, whether it's the mayor or this person or some celebrity or. So for some reason, they reply to you somehow. How do you gain access to these people in these networks? Like, How do you really network to your best ability? Because it's,
1: it's, it's the power of the mind. When I'm messaging them, I'm, I'm telling myself that it's a privilege for them that I'm messaging them,
0: mm.
1: or I'm reaching out to them. And I use that same energy while I'm typing or while I'm calling them or while I'm meeting them face to face. That, hey, powerful. It, it's very powerful. Mm. And, I, and, and I use that same energy, I'm like, hey, it's not just you bringing something to the table. I'm bringing something to the table also. So, don't get a big head. Mm. Yeah, and how that energy works, and they feel it, man. It's it's really weird. They they feel it.
2: So it's kind of centered around your internal self-belief. Yeah. How did you go through the? How did you go through the journey of growing that internal self-belief,
1: mate? I've been in the gutters, man. You know. Mm. I've done some 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 jobs which were just, I was like, how is that even allowed on a humanitarian basis? <laughs> you know, I, I think of it, I'm, sometimes I'm like, some companies I worked for, they were basically a cult.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. You know? Sales company? Yeah. yeah,
1: they're like, you're a team leader now. You know, like, They're like, now if you train four more people, I'm like, I'm like, is there a pyramid scheme? And they're like, no, not at all. <laughs> how do you think of that? No, no. <laughs> You can have your own office. You're going to be like John here who's got the big, big office. And John was like, I was where you were three months ago. Like, you know, you just get so brainwashed. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, i got memories of yeah. You
1: know, we've all been there. But yeah, I've, yeah. I've been to some filthy, dark, like, places where to the point where these, this cult, I would call it, so many times I wanted to quit. I would quit. They would come to my house and be like, yo, Sam, we need to talk to you. You know, like, let's go for a drink. Can I buy you lunch, you know? And... At that point, I was much more younger as well. I was like, Whoa, you know, this guy's picking me up in his nice European car. He's taking me out for lunch. And, but I was like, but you're paying, right? He'd, he'd be like, yeah, of course. I am like, yeah, he's paying for my lunch. You
0: know? I love it with my fucking... Huh? I was like, not about to get date raped, bro. It's very similar, you know? Like, yeah. whining
1: and dining. And then at the end, I'd be like, look, Walk up and with the you're missed at the company, there. you know? You're really missed. I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's, I think there's a different journey for me now. That, but come to the office tomorrow. I just want to have a chat with you, and then you get closed. You're a closer, but you are being closed mm. by the big dogs, you know. And then you go to the office, and next thing you know, he'd have like a whiteboard. He'd be like, Sam, I want you to write down five of your goals. Just between me and you, we're just friends talking, right? Just write down, and you write it down, and be like, after you write it down, he'd sit down and be like. I guarantee you, you give your heart and soul to this company, you'll have these in the next year. And you'll be like, you know what, I'll give them another another go. Then they would slave your ass away again, man. (laughs) Just like, you know, fucking just grind you so hard. And Mm. you just, you'd come home, you'd have no social life, your health is at risk, you know, you're drinking Red Bulls and smoking cigarettes as your breakfast, you know what I mean? Mm. You're coming home and you, you just... Wrecked. You got no time for family, no time for fitness. But you're like, hey, I'm doing this for the greater good. I'm building something. I'm grinding. But you're not grinding. You're building him. Mm.
2: And he's so. And he
1: and he knows you're a freaking gun. He knows like I can't let this guy go. You know Mm. he's making me bank. I can't let him go.
0: Good sales guys are hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know, I think of it. Maybe they were genuine towards me in in the fact that hey, like we we did we had a good bond. Or maybe that I was—I would, I would like to say that I was that good in my ability that they just couldn't let me go. Mm. To the point where the CEO's wife, she was the director and she fired me three times. <laughs> Why did she fire you? I used to speak, talk back to her, you know? Yeah. Like I'd be like five minutes late to the office. It was, bro, it's 7 a.m. start. Yeah, yeah. So 7 a.m. start, what does that mean? In the city, the office is in the city, right? 7 a.m. start, what does it mean? 5.30, you're going to be up you got to oh, beat the yeah. peak hour traffic and you got to be in the office at 7. You're five minutes late and they would treat you like a piece of shit.
0: Even if you're the best in the...
1: Even if you're... The, the, right. Yeah, and, they'd make a, and they'd do, they make... And they would treat you worse on purpose in front of everyone to just so... Bite. To make a point just so anyone else doesn't get a big head. They're like, if we're ready to do this to him, mm. then you're no one. You're nothing.
2: Yeah. What did, you, what did you say? Like, fuck
1: you, Karen? I was just like... I took my badge off and I was... <laughs> I was like, I quit the force. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I was like, I just took my badge off. I was like, see you later. Mm. I walked out, got in the captain crawler, you know. Did a little burnout outside as well. Probably we drove you know, with a bowl tire. Yeah. Off. And the, and the boss called you after? Yeah, and the boss called me after. He's like, man, you should have done that, man. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you saw what she did, man. He was like, I oh, don't know, man. She can be a bitch at times, man. <laughs> and the, the boss is saying that to me i'm like he's like what are you doing later on you want to get some nandos i'm like bro i'm telling you i quit seriously this time i'm not coming back again this is like my second time he's like i know you do i know i know you quit but let's get lunch you know let's let's get some dinner you know i'll be like all right but deep down i liked it (laughs) you know what i mean you felt wanted i felt wanted you know deep down deep down i was just like uh, you're the boss <laughs> you're the real boss <laughs> that's how
0: they get you man yeah. that's how they get bro i remember my my first sales job was door-to-door sales studying roller shutters mm. bro you go into the office i think at 8am and it's an hour and a half intensive sales training and the first thing to teach any newbie is to memorize this script and it's, it's a close mm. it's a whole page worth of clo- i still know the clothes mm. so what i gonna do for you get my advertising manager to come around and <laughs> chat to you and your partner like the whole thing's ingrained <laughs> then when you memorize that perfect you're out on the door yeah. and he's like no matter what they say hit him with the clothes like <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, it's intense, bro. I've been knocking on doors for like six o'clock, 7, seven, o'clock. Sometimes you have a KPI of like this many leads. You don't get it, you don't go home. Mm. And I, I was promoted to have my own team in less than six months. Like, Damn. Have my own fucking van. Team driving, leader, right? Team leader, straight away. <laughs> but like it's the a cold dude. It's a cold team leader. You, it sucks even <laughs> yeah. worse because not only you gotta people, go there like, earlier <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go there earlier. Then you gotta train them. Yeah. And if they don't get the KPIs, then you don't go home. You got to tell them they're not gonna go home. And I got like eighteen-year-old girls, t- twenty-three-year-old men. I'm like, you're not going home.
1: And they think it's a marketing company. <laughs> they're like, yeah. wow, we're part of a marketing company. And the <coughs> names are like so cool, like Alpine marketing, you know, like, but it's not, it's, it's they, they think that they're, they're this part of this big company, but it's, it's a sweatshop. Yeah, you, get, you get
0: like these fancy, te- fancy labels, yeah. like assistant advertising manager or advertising team manager leader, corporate executive, it's all bullshit, man. But at the same time, I can see why it works because it, it creates a culture and it makes you a beast. Like when yeah. I first knocked my very first door, I choked, couldn't speak to the guy. By the yeah. time I was finished, I had people making me sandwiches, giving me cans of Coke, like taking me through tours of the house, like getting people's numbers. Like, I just didn't fear interaction with mm. human beings anymore. Yeah, not, yeah, not on a small, intimate level, and that's empowering too. Because I had this weird mindset. Like, first thing in the morning, crack a Red Bull, like a liter. Same of it, thing, yeah. And I could not lose a conversation. There's no way I'm losing. The, either you're giving me a sandwich, or you're, I'm making a sale. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like oh, oh, oh. I'm not walking away empty-handed. <laughs> 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 you know, and like, or either you're making that sandwich. <laughs> He just opens the fridge, and he's like <laughs> looking at me in the eye. <laughs> but bro, it's, it's empowering though, because like you think yeah, about it this, right? when someone <laughs> opens that door, they don't know me, I don't know them. I could be anybody in the world to them. pulling I got a, a weird hire out of it, man. I never use the fake name, because Brett English is a pretty good name. Like, it's brilliant.
1: the persona, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: It's but trusted, like, Brett English. It's like, fun. He but, wouldn't dog me.
0: But by <laughs> the end of it, right, I was so unhealthy because I was drinking Red Bull, smoking cigarettes, I'm walking like f- f- fucking so who yeah. knows what during the summer a day with my own team who are just fucking delinquents. Because <laughs> they're all just like, it's a lot of them are plebs, you know, like it's, it's fucked. They're you young, g- they're g- so young. You g- you're going to get like um, people fresh off the boat mm. and like Aussie plebs, teach them how to sell and present themselves. And the amount of time people come, they got like their fucking gold chain on, they've got the sloppy fucking shoes, like globe skate shoes. I'm like, why are you fucking wearing globe skate shoes, bro? Like... What the fuck is that? It that, even
1: is? Is that did it, do they even still exist? I don't no, know. No no like
0: no, they they just present so disgustingly at the door. I'm like, bro, no one, you're not getting sales, man. Like, with that fucking haircut, with that fucking chain, get the fuck out. But you got to do it like nicely, or you yeah, get bashed. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and, and,
1: and, and it's funny when, you, when, when they make you team leader, they're like, <laughs> okay, if you, if you train these four people and they get this many, this many target sales a day, you become team leader. Mm. But the moment you lose one person from the team, let's just say they decide to quit, you're not team leader anymore. So you got to find another person again to make that four people. But then you lose your job.
0: You train this person for like three or four months, yeah. and then they're gone. Yeah. But on my last day, man, my lung actually collapsed. I was smoking, drinking, red walking. Remember my lung? Yeah. You remember this? I, remember. I was like, Wr-. I couldn't move, and that's not realised my throat. I, like, I got to quit this job because every time I went to quit or leave, like as I said, the boss would call me. He's like, bro, we need you in this and that. I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, and I'm not like, feel pleased. I'm like, he's right. Like the force does need me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you put the badge back on. <laughs> 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 You're like. <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, that's fucking hilarious. When my lung
0: collapsed, I was like, I, I just can't go back. and I couldn't go back. They back. had to go to that extent. Yeah. Bro, you can't. It's, I told it's, you, it's, it's,
1: it's a cult mentality. They don't <laughs> let you go. They don't let you quit. But when
0: you're 19, 18 years old, making two grand a week, like, that's pretty fucking good, man. And yeah, they make you feel good. so guilty the at the same problem. time. Yeah. So
1: guilty. Mm. Like, I can't believe you just, you just, you know, embarrassed me in front of the... CEOs down from Australia, you were three minutes late. Like, I'm just so embarrassed right now. Mm. I'm like, oh, just f- shut up. You know, it's like, like Im- emotional manipulation. Yeah, it is, like. fully emotional manipulation, man. Listen is not how to play the game. This yeah. is not how to play it really well. But like Brett said, by the time you're done with them, you're just They're an boss. absolute beast at it. man. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. My sales, are, uh, dude, even if, if I call call, I can cold call someone right now mm. and try and sell on something. Should I do that? Yeah. <laughs> do oh, it okay. on camera? <laughs>
1: Do it, man. Let's see. Okay. Is <laughs> a like, fuck off of that. <laughs> <hand up." laughs> hey, man, that kind <laughs> happen. It, it is a numbers game. It is, it is. In- English tech.
0: Hello, uh, Charcoal and Good day, mate. My name's Brett English. Um, is this the owner?
1: Sorry.
0: Is this the owner of Charcoal and Chai? Yeah. Brilliant. What was your name? Chris. Chris. Chris, it's Brett English. I'm actually calling from English Tech. How are you doing tonight? Good, thank you. Hey, look, I'm just in the local area for a couple of days, flowing in from Melbourne. We actually build websites and applications and do social media marketing and that sort of stuff for companies who are local. And um. Ah, uh, for the social media. Absolutely, absolutely. So we've, we've had a, a lot of success this year in the local area. And I'm driving past your business multiple times a day. And I always see it. And I ha- I've eaten from there a few times as well. I was just wondering if you're keen to catch up sometime this week and have a discussion about what we can do for you as far as optimizing your, your website, applications, and getting you some uh, more customers. Yeah, thank you brother, because I am going, I have given the business to somebody else. Appreciate oh really? You've, you've, sold the, yeah. you've sold the business on? Not yet, but I'm going to the Melbourne, I'm giving to somebody else, yeah. What, what made you want to sell the company? Because I'm going to Melbourne. Ah okay. No no dramas at all, mate. Yeah,
1: my all the
0: family there, you know, I'm just here alone. Fair oh Melbourne. that yeah, that's yeah. that's fair enough. Are you are you gonna be back doing the same the things that you love in a restaurant in Melbourne as well? No, in Melbourne, I used to do the MDF PVC cabinet, you know the kitchen cabinet? Kitchen cabinets, okay. I back to uh, that job. Fair enough mate, fair enough. Well look mate, thank you for your time. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much, I but, appreciate no worries, best of luck in Melbourne. Thanks, Take care. Thanks. Yeah. He's did, moving. I did pretty good. You did excellent Pretty good. You, you know? did. Ex- I was. I was impressed, <laughs> man. That's, that's well, well done, boss, dude. Well done. <laughs> I was trying to see if was opening a restaurant there, and be like, I will get him there. <laughs>
1: no, I, I thought you were gonna be like, well, if you're gonna do kitchen cabinets, we can do that also. <laughs>
0: mm. Our I choice is your, your choice. It, 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 either way, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I did pretty good. You did very well for for a cold Look, call. No one would have the balls to do that. Exactly. Just pick up my phone and call some random restaurant and try and tell them a service you don't even do. Wait, oh, what if you said yes? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like,
0: I'll catch you next week, then I would cancel, like. Nah, you
1: find a company who does it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to <laughs> <That was
0: say>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, dude. No, that's that's so funny, good, dude. Man. Oh, do you want to try and make a call? Yeah, who do we call? Oh, I reckon call Avanti Pizza. <laughs> Let's see how we Can go. Can you call them back, you want to order pizza? English Tech. <phone rings> Evening,
1: honey. Hi, um, who am I speaking to? Uh,
2: this is Neil with Devani Pico.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, uh, may I please speak to the owner? Uh, yeah, one second, man. Cheers, man. Hello. Hi, um, am I speaking to the owner? Yeah. Uh, may I know your name, please? Uh, Ratan? Pardon? Ratan? Ratan, okay. Mr. Ratan, I'm sorry to disturb you at this time Mm. of the night. Um, we're actually in the area and we've got a couple of complaints uh, from that area recently that uh, there's been a pest problem. So, termite infestation and um, just in general checkup maintenance, which is required. So, we've done a few of the shops and a few of the buildings around that side, and we're coming down next week actually. And we can give you an obligation free quote. We can check out your place and just see if it's all right for winter coming up. Do you want me to book you in? Uh, termites. Yes, termites. Okay. So pests, you know. So because we've actually got a few complaints from that area, some buildings have an infestation of termites and pests. So we're actually coming down, doing a f- a free obligation, free quote, and um, just checking up on your building to see everything's all good. We'll write you down a certification. You'll be fine. Not an issue. And if so there is, I'm not. I, I'm the owner of this shop, but I am not. The, uh, the building is someone else. No, no, that's fine. If you're the owner, look. The thing is, we're just going to come down and check if you want. If there's no problem, we'll go. De- we'll go away. If there's a problem, you can let the owners know. It'll take about five minutes, max five or ten minutes maximum, and you know, uh, it's not it's nothing to be f- fearful about. Yeah, uh, if you want, give me your if you want, I can book you in for next week. Uh, let me know which time you're free in the morning, and uh, we can come down. It'll take ten minutes, and then I can move uh, on to the uh, next business. Morning times we are closed. Oh, we can come in the evening also. So we're around the area till about seven p.m. because I've got a full schedule also. So yeah. Yeah. So, what's your name, man? My name's Sam. Sorry. My name's Sam. Uh, can you spell it? S A M. Sam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, contact number, please. This is my contact number. Uh, it's not showing in our cell phone. Uh, the landline. One second. Uh, I'll... 04. One second. Let me just get my personal number out for you because this is our company landline, so I can actually give you. So zero. Zero four, three, three, Yeah. Six seven seven. Yeah. Six seven seven. Zero, five, four. Zero, five, four. Yeah. Uh, no problem, man. I ring you tomorrow. Yep. Yep. And then I gave you the which day you can come. Well, I'm I'm actually in the area on on Mon- Monday till Wednesday, because okay, we do so because. I book you on Monday, huh? No yeah, problem. Sure. Sure. And, so. Uh, i let you know in the morning, then you can come and check it. Yeah, sure, so awesome, no awesome. Fine. Thank you so much, mate, stay safe. Thank you. Bye, bye.
0: <laughs> you know what I liked about that was, you, assume, you assumed a higher authority, you know what I mean? Like, to, to book that lead <laughs> and that appointment. <laughs> <laughs> and he just couldn't, he didn't know if it was a business <laughs> or sort of the you know, government. <laughs> like, you know, when you rock up and you're a business, he's like, fuck, it's too late, like. <laughs> Oh, fuck, dude. The, the reason why I got stuck in stuff for so long is because it's kind of addictive.
1: It's addictive. Like, I, I could go again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bro, I'm ready, man. I actually want to sell like
1: a. <laughs> sell the <sell> technology, bro. <laughs> sell the website.
2: Oh, uh, uh, dude. That, that's crazy, dude. That's gangster. I think, like, for me, what got me comfortable, like, speaking to people was working at the gym. Yeah. I think oh. that, that was it. I think that's mm-hmm. what got me comfortable speaking to people. Just the constant
0: repetition. Uh, yeah, repetition. just constant repetition, repetition of like speaking to I, people. I find the more awkward it is, the the better you become at such interactions. Mm. Yeah. Like how awkward is it calling someone you don't know? Or seeing someone you don't know every single day, or knocking on someone's door, you know? Like yeah. it's just it's an awkward thing to do. I
2: think so I lo- yeah, f- oh sorry, nasty. sorry, please. Sorry. I think people like lack like the lack um the importance of being able to like just talk to random people, talk and just to strangers. You know, like if I, like I knew this this guy. I think um, I used to go to high school with him, and he finished his engineering degree. He's r- super intelligent person, mm. but when he went to, when he got to the point where like he had an interview, he just couldn't lock down the job. Like he, three years after like finishing his degree, he couldn't lock down the job. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, <coughs> what other reason could it be? It's like, dude, you have the, your capability to interact with different people is just not there, it's yeah. just lackluster, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, when you work at the gym, even when you're doing like sales, you talk to so many different people about so many, so much different shit. Yeah. You know you know, you can talk to like younger people, middle-aged, old people, old ladies, you know, it, it doesn't it's matter. It's one of the best skills you
0: can have. A lot of people yeah. I like know that well, i have met him in, in sales and real estate and different opportunities in business. If they go to all the way through school, high school, go to all the way through university, not working at all, mm-hmm. just only studying, get out of university, get a job, and they need to sell, they fucking bomb. They burn. They have no idea they what they're doing. They just fucking burn. And they're really, really smart, and for some reason they, they can get either really, really arrogant about it, like, oh, fuck this, this I is I know, everything. And, hey, yeah, exactly. Or they can get really depressed, like, yeah. why isn't this working, you know? Or they can level the fuck up and get it done. But it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's,
2: <laughs> it's a lot easier it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a challenge man i think like getting comfortable like speaking to the different people is a is a challenge that i feel like everyone should be able to like master not master but you should be decent enough for you and to like yeah. have a whole a conversation with
0: someone what, no what i was. find is pe- people like someone who can control the conversation yeah. remove the awkwardness out of it and they're like they like being closed take charge yeah people yeah. like yeah. being closed yeah. like, people actually love to buy like there's nothing people enjoy more than spending money yeah. and buying shit and like as a salesperson you're just you're just you're like a buyer's agent yeah you're giving them everything they need to make a buy assumptive close everything everything laid out here move on to the next thing move on to the next thing move on to the next thing can i grab your id just sign there you know like
1: take cash or card don't even ask them it's just so when you say assumptive close when you say cash or card it's not like it's customer service. It's money or money. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. no money or money. It's ca- we take cash and card, and they're like, cash, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or card. <laughs> yeah.
0: Even when you close the appointment, I like, remember some things like, oh, we're in the area for Monday to Wednesday, look, are you free on Monday or Wednesday? He's like, oh, Monday. I'm like, oh, morning or afternoon. He's like, oh, like, oh, afternoon. I'm like, oh, 4 p.m., bang.
1: Done. You know? Yeah.
0: Do you, do you ever You're just putting him, him into a corner? <laughs> do you ever ask him a question? It's like,
2: oh, what time, what time would you be free? Or nah. you usually just give him Monday a Monday or time? Wednesday, time. morning or
0: afternoon. It's okay. like going to your, your kids. You're gonna wear the black pants or the blue pants. The illusion of choice, one or the other, one or the other, one or the other. But you're in control of the whole thing. Oh yeah, it's one or the other. You give yeah. them too much control, they're like, oh, I need to think about it. Th- th- give them no control. Yeah.
1: And fear also, fear-based. Yeah. Fear yeah. So with the phone call later on, we said, look, we've got a few complaints in around the area, and the mm-hmm. season's changing also, so. The emotion, it's yeah, he's like, oh. tickling that emotion a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, oh. fear, fear of missing out also, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. fear of loss. Oh, oh, Everyone okay. else is getting done, like, yeah. I should too.
0: Security is a big one too. Yeah. We were just talked to Mr. Jones down the road and she was broken into a few weeks ago, but thank God she had roller shutters, you know. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> we use that? No, mm, oh, something similar to that. We always use the security one, depending who you're talking to. Yeah. We were taught to profile, which is pretty, pretty wrong. If it's an elderly person living alone and you go for security, mm. if it's like a tradie, you go for light or sound, you know, and you just use to sumptive and. Yeah, but, but it, it makes sense it's though. It's a bit you know? shady though, yeah. you know, like preying on people, but. but <laughs> these, this, 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 you learn. Though,
2: yeah.
0: You learn. You learn, yeah. I think it was the same with me with PT. Like, I think when you're,
2: when you're getting clients in, it's just, at the end of the day, it's still a process. Wait, for you, are you, like
1: you're really fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, oh mate, <laughs> <laughs> I can smell diabetes <laughs> from <laughs> <you>. <laughs>
2: Six months, you only got six months, eh? <laughs> you put your hand on the <laughs> chest, you're like,
0: yeah, nah, that's not beating <laughs> properly.
1: <laughs> so are you a doctor? It's like,
0: I it can be. Or, um, I think that's a wrap, man. Yeah, no, yeah. we fucking yeah. did it again, man. That thank was you, bro. Beautiful, dude. Any time, thank you so Appreciate much,
1: it. dude. <laughs> <laughs> <With the laughs> now nah, let's do a good one for yeah. the for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What